0: More Americans are watching their weight. Many are on reduced-fat diets, yet the demands of everyday life prevent most of us from strictly keeping to our weight management goals, especially when it comes to fatty foods we sometimes consume. Luckily, there's naturally-sourced stimulant-free supplement to help eliminate fat from foods called calories. Taken with meals containing fats, clinically-tested calories binds with the fat from food and reduces up to 500 calories a day. Calories can give you the edge in managing your weight. Calories helps maintain healthy cholesterol and triglyceride levels as well. Calories needs no prescription and is available at your local GNC, Walgreens, and soon CVS store or online at calories.com. That's C A L O R E A S E.com. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Bonafide Literary Show. You have now been authenticated. Kyle Jones, recovering from a messy split from his ex-wife, is convinced by friends to enjoy a singles cruise to take his mind off his recent divorce. He is prepared to take his friend's advice to live it up and enjoy his new bachelor status. That is, until he meets Liana Harris. Liana Harris, whose only reason for attending the singles cruise is to accompany her friend, is not interested in finding love on her vacation. With her own past relationship issues, she has lost faith in the elusive ideal of love and avoids anything that bears any resemblance to it. But Liana and Kyle soon discover that the defenses and walls they have erected don't stand a chance when love calls. Can two people who've been burned and betrayed by love before trust again and open themselves up to experience true love? Find out in the new romance novel available now on Amazon. Download Love's Call by Jayla Summers today. Give in to passion and answer Love's Call. His dreams of a safe haven under the protection of his mob boss brother-in-law Evaporate after a night of weakness, and Young Blood is soon in over his head. Drawn into a gang war, he ends up shooting the younger brother of a notorious Department of State security officer, the Beast. It's best to shoot in the head. A Young Blood novella book, available only on Amazon.com. If you hide in hell, nobody will come calling. A boy is about to jump from a window. His whole life flashes before his eyes. His dreams, his encounters with sex, his discovery that he is different. While meeting friends, he falls in love with music, alcohol, bullying, and hiding in lies and self-denial. Living in a gray city, he hides like a pearl in an oyster, mixing reality, dreams, life, and fantasies. Letters come from his future from a club in London about his great love with a mysterious person, my dear. Will he make it? Will he run away to his freedom? With dark scenes and bright colors, honest prose, as well as poems and songs, The Road to London, described by reviewers as a modern-day classic, profoundly original, compelling, and hypnotic, is a book like you've never read, funny and poignant at the same time. A cry for freedom, The Road to London touches your heart, changes you, opens your eyes on what it means to be different. Available worldwide on Amazon and all online stores in Kindle and paperback. The Road to London by Adriano Bulla simply cannot be forgotten. The Road to London, proud to be different. Welcome to the Bonafide Literary Show. I am your host, Deidre Huey, the eroticist and author of La Drama Princess. This one here is Episode 7 of Season 3, The Master of Suspense in Urban Life. Arthur Muffin is my guest tonight on this edition of Behind the Pen. In the Avid Reader Nation Network, you always get fantastic interviews and authors reading excerpts. You know I'm here with my guests every week at 5.30 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. But next week, I'm flying solo and giving you the list of the Bonafide Literary Show's Top 3 Submitted Erotica Books. This will be the Bonafide Literary Show's first episode made just for YouTube. So you can go there Sunday, March 22nd, or listen to the show here on blogtalkradio.com or your usual spot. Don't forget to comment, rate, and subscribe to the Bonafide Literary Show's channel on YouTube. Jen Ponce is going to read her Bug Queen the night before, Saturday, March 21st. Stop by at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, of course, to be the first to listen when it drops. Do you know about a certain book called What's My Benefit? Well, Gordon Rose is behind it. Hear him on the book tee. He's coming by March 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern. So as you can tell, I'm full of surprises. Follow me and see if you can figure me out. I'm on all kinds of apps with these podcasts, including the SoundCloud app. But you came here today to learn about Arthur Muffin, right? From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Muffin is known for writing the North Philly's Finest Trilogy, but Muffin is also the woman behind the Arsonist of Philly Inferno, Kissed by the Sun, and I put that on my life. She has been featured in Philadelphia Metro Newspaper and she writes books in education. A long-standing career now as a writer, mostly under the radar in genres and behind books, you wouldn't expect. Acquiring the skill to write just about anything, books by Muffin are more than urban as she writes stories of suspense, drama, and deep emotion. Welcome, Muffin, to the show.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show, finally, because The Arsonist of Philly Inferno is one of my favorite books of all time. That book broke my heart. Well, I closed the last page. I know somebody is listening out there, and they're like, this sounds so familiar. But I just broke down and wept. The things that happened in that book hurt me so badly. But I have to know, was anything in this book
1: true? <laughs> um, it wasn't. It was a story that I totally uh, made up. Um, Are you kidding me? 100% fiction. Yes. Um It actually stems from because uh, fires, uh, you know, being caught in a fire is one of my biggest fears, you know. Mm -hmm. So any type of movie or book that's, like, uh, based on fire or arson is just, like, it has my attention. I love, you know, like, backdraft and things like that. So um, Mm -hmm. after I wrote my North Philly's finest trilogy, I was, like, I wanted to step outside of the box. And like something that was a little different than the uh, Average Hood novel. And so I just came up with The Arsonist. I'm
0: serious, y'all. That's one of my favorite books of all time. So I want you to give listeners an Thank overview you. of The Arsonist. Yes, sir. yes. But don't give away too much of this book. I want you to tell them about this book. Because right, I want right. to make sure <laughs> they read this
1: book. Right, right. Um. Well, again, thank you. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. And um, the arsonist, it is a mystery, and um, it follows the life of a mentally disturbed uh, pyromaniac. Um, He's developed a personal vendetta uh, against the fire department, and he somehow manages to find a way to make his crimes their fault and, um, It is an action-packed mystery that will definitely leave you on the edge of your seat. Um, Like you said, it's going to spark some type of um, emotion in you if you're crying, if you're angry, because that's what I usually get. My readers uh, are usually furious with him, you know, so it's going to spark some type of – invoke some type of um, emotion in you, so – it is a great read that you definitely have to pick up and check out.
0: Well, it was the very ending of the book that just made me cry because I got this, you know, this thing where I think beyond the books, so I'm like, oh, this poor child and everything. And right. uh, I love
1: it, mm-hmm. but
0: I don't know. It's like you say, you know caught what? in the fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. And you know what? It's funny because I know exactly the part that you are talking about. And at first I was like, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't go back and touch back on it. I should leave it like it is But then I went back, I was like, No, you know, I have to um leave this with some type of emotion. I wanna make people feel that so I knew that the child at the end of the book was gonna do exactly what it did and just make people think and, you know, you know, feel for that child so yeah also you know for me reading a book is like even though I wrote it and I know it's fiction it's like wow you know it was so sad
0: that was a damn good book I read that book in a um book borrowing group and um I was caught by the the um cover of it and I was like, and then it said the right. and I was like, what is this book about? So that's how I usually go by the title of a book because everybody has their own right. things. But well, that just caught me, and I was like, I got a feeling it's going to be a good book because nobody else is requesting a, oh, wow. a book either. So let me go ahead and get it. So when I got I was like, oh, my God. I was telling my boyfriend. Right, I was right. telling friends. Was, that, was that was in summer 2013. I'm still telling myself I was like, yeah, I got to get this book because the last time right. I did it about a book, the last time I did that with a book, uh, it's been a couple of, but this one's just like all time favorites was this book Crackhead by Lisa Lennox, and I'm not trying to promote her on your show, but that was like the last time, and that right, was no. right. and I I recommended that book to people like that book was good, and I was like, y'all got to read the arson, okay? Anywho, right, right. I was like Boffin <laughs> is my girl, okay?
1: Lisa Lennox, and... <laughs> right. Yeah, right, Boffin right. um... is up there. <laughs> Muffin is a okay. right, I'm glad like, that I can make it, it up here with <laughs> I appreciate that And um, yeah, the title just came out of nowhere You know, it's like I couldn't think of anything else to call the book. So it was just like, listen, this is what it is. And um, mm-hmm. because I thought that the title was actually kind of plain, I really needed my graphic designer to just flame the cover, like literally flame the cover. And she did. Like, shout out to my graphic designer. She is an 18-year-old college student, uh, Lex- Leslie Graphics, and she is definitely doing her thing. She definitely put it down when it came to the cover. That was
0: Okay, I'm gonna try to contain contain my fangirl self and move on. So do you have
1: <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you have any more books planned with as much emotion as this book, The Arsonist?
1: Um, yes, all of my books are um emotional like that. Um, you know, my work is different than other authors because my writing style is so unique. So, you know, when I'm writing my purpose draw you in and basically hold you hostage until the end of the book. So all of my pages and all of my books are greatly detailed. Like, um, my character development is um really good, you know. And I just want, when you read one of my books, I want you to become one with my characters. I want you to feel like you've known them for a lifetime, and I just, To me, my books are three-dimensional, you know, and when I say that, it's like you won't just be reading about one person in your journey. Like, you'll get to know about their support and cast and the people and the events that build them up and break them down, and people say that reading my books are like watching a movie, and, like, for me, as an author, that's, like, the highest compliment that I can receive, you know. So the North Philly's Finest uh, trilogy, which is... What most people know me by, like, oh, you think you cried in an arsonist. Like, that is a tearjerker. And um, all of my books, yeah, they are power-packed, they are hard-hitters, and they are going to invoke some type of emotion.
0: Okay, so let me ask you about this book, and um, I put that on my life. In this book, you describe Tanika as unattractive. So why did you decide to write a character like this?
1: Um, You know, in a lot of uh, books, it's like the star star character is usually a pretty, light-skinned girl with, you know, and the reality is like there are all types of people in the world. You know, everybody is not the most attractive, and it was just what was real. Like, she's not attractive, and because she has insecurities, she gives herself away freely, like, hoping that. Is going to compensate for the way that she looks, you know, and it it, it just didn't work out for her. So in my book, I just try to keep it real, you know, because there are so many women out there who are going through what Tonika is going through. So I wanted her character, I wanted my readers to be able to relate to her, you know. She's just a regular girl. Could you give me a brief overview of I put that on my life? Um, I put that on my life, um, it's a comedy, and it's a drama, and it follows the life of four people, um, we talked about Tonica and her issues, um, there's Lisa, who is the total opposite, uh, she's conceited, she's shallow, she has four children, and ironically, she hates kids, um, So she's dealing with her own issues. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But, again, it's real because there are so many women out here who have children for the wrong reasons. And then when Mm -hmm. their plan doesn't work out the way that they want it to, they end up, you know, despising their children, you know. So um, there's Devontae who is just uh, promiscuous, and he has a bunch of children that he has no uh, intention on taking care of. And um, there's Cameron who is just a lovable guy Just somebody who we all want to meet and marry and fall in love with But again, uh, he has his own issues So it just follows the lives of four different people And um, their paths cross in uh, an unexpected way And um, it's a really good book as well You definitely need to check that one out It sounds good
0: I wasn't expecting you to explain it that way. So y'all need to check that one out as well. i put that on my life by Muffin. So now my next question is, where does your pen name Muffin stem
1: from? Um, <laughs> uh, Muffin is actually, people always say, what's your real name? I know your mom didn't give you that name, but she did. Like, everyone calls me Muffin. Um, If you know my real name, I know you went to elementary school with me some 30 years ago, but... um. Yeah, uh, my mom passed away a little while ago. But uh, till the day she died, she called me Muffin, my dad, my brother, sisters. Everybody knows me by Muffin. So, I it was like a battle, you know, when my first book came out. It was like, you know, what do you write on there? Everybody knows me by Muffin, but I wanted people to take my work seriously, you know. So, and and I just went with Muffin and it worked, you know. It was funny I I, with uh, North Philly Finest, the first, you know, somebody contacted me, and they was like, oh, my God, North Philly Finest, it was so hood, like, then the name Muffin, I just thought she was a man. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Right. That's why I'm like, you know, is because my books are so real, I guess, it's, I guess my name doesn't match, you know, what a reader, would, you know. Mm-hmm. What a reader's perception of me would be. So, (laughs) yeah, I actually asked him. I thought you were a man. Like you write, you my writing style. They say because I'm not a drug dealer and I've never been. But North Philly's finest is like that. Real It's like you would think that I did a bid for ten to twenty, you know, but I didn't. It's just (laughs) I could just write from so many different perspectives, but. Yeah, Muffin is the name that my parents gave me. It's the name that I go by and
0: mm-hmm.
1: Muffin. Okay. Well, your book, In
0: Order to be Popular, is a book for teens, right? So what special purpose does this book have for you,
1: Muffin? Oh, uh, um, In Order to be Popular is the first book, um in a series that I created for uh middle school uh children and uh preteens um, mm-hmm. each book in the series uh is going to be based on uh real scenarios I guess that our preteens actually go through and um for me it was just a great way to prepare our young ladies for uh, life because I do have two daughters and you know With preteens, there's usually a desire to fit in with the crowd and be uh, fairly popular. And um, we just know that on a quest to be popular, some girls make uh, good decisions and some make bad decisions, you know. So this book um, basically shows teens that even if you are not a part of the in crowd or even if people may think you're a little weird or different, um, it's just always important and um, it's always okay to be you. It sounds like a good book. I was interested, and I was impressed
0: that you put that out.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. My, um yeah. I have an eleven-year-old daughter, and she absolutely loves that book. Like, I love the Sometimes I go mm-hmm. in her room, you know, before bedtime, and she has a huge bookshelf. She could pick any book, and she's reading my book, and that just means the world to me, you know. Aww. that is so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> You. <laughs> okay.
0: So, tell us about one thousand and one things your child should know before high school. Is this strictly a classroom educational prep book, and what is your background to write a book like this?
1: Um, this is strictly a um an educational uh, prep book. It um it's a step by step guide on um, elementary school math and um, reading. You know, it teaches fractions, um, it teaches long division, uh, Roman numerals, uh, you know mm-hmm. when to use the article uh A versus N, uh prefixes and suffixes. Um it is I wrote this book uh for children, but you know, so many adults uh contact me and just uh let me know that they were reading the book themselves and that it actually um, helped them out a lot. So um, I just felt like it was a must have. I'm not a teacher or anything like that. Um, uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to say that I'm not a teacher because I'm always uh, somebody. You know, we all have something to uh, give, but no, I'm not a. Uh, Certified to be a teacher in any school or anything, but uh, these are just the basics, you know These are just the basic things that you will need to, you know fill Be able to fill out a job application in its entirety and actually get the job, you know uh, These are things that uh, you're going to need when it's uh, time for you to help your child with their homework, you know um, just uh, basics that we all need. So um yeah it wasn't uh, it wasn't like I was trying to uh take on a role that uh I shouldn't have been it just felt like I just felt like it was needed in the community, you know? It was definitely needed. Especially with the way Yeah, especially with the way that the uh Philadelphia school system is right now, it's Mm -hmm. like so many uh, students are graduating from elementary and middle school and they're going to high school and, you know, they can't spell uh, the city of Philadelphia, you know. They can't tell you what six times seven is, you know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there were a lot of budget cuts in the schools and our, our students just aren't walking away with all of the things that, I walked away with twenty years ago when I graduated, you know. So, um it was just like a it's just like a refresher course, you know, for anybody mm-hmm. and everybody who's willing to um use it. Well I I think that's commendable as well that you put this book out. I was
0: shocked to um find this information out and I had to do a little bit of digging to find it because it's published under um J L Summers. That's the name you have. Right, right. Somebody wants to look it up; (laughs) they can find it. Right. (laughs) Um, One thousand things your child should know before high school. I was going to ask you: Have you thought about putting this into like a mobile form, as far as like an app, taking some of the stuff
1: from it and doing it like that? Have you ever thought about doing that? Um, you know, I've thought about uh, quite a few apps, and um, I just Mm -hmm. haven't. You know, Deirdre, I. My hand is in so many things right now, and I promise you, in my mind, I have enough time to do everything that I set out to do. But <laughs> I know <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to you know. I'm sure you know because you mm-hmm. are, um, you wear a lot of hats as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I've been uh looking into apps, you know, uh, briefly, but um yeah that's a great idea to actually put that um book make it into an app that's an awesome idea.
0: yeah that'd be cool ninety nine cents maybe mm-hmm. two dollars for the whole app and everything.
1: but you had a
0: role in north star North Star a film by Thomas K. Phillips with stars Lynn Whitfield, Keith david John Dale I think I'm saying it's right deal. Um, It's Uh Jeremiah Uh Charter and Clifton Powell. This movie is about two slaves on a plantation in Virginia who escape to Buckingham, Pennsylvania. In the film, such characters as Frederick Douglass cross paths with Ben and Moses, the two escaped slaves. So what is your background in acting, and what is your path to getting a role in this movie?
1: Um, You know what? Uh, This is the first uh, role that I've had, like, for a movie that's actually going to be on a big screen, like Clifton Powell, Lynn Whitfield, like, to me, you know, I never thought that I would be in a movie with him. but uh, I was actually at a book signing, and mm-hmm. uh, the director was actually uh, looking for people to play a few uh, runaway slaves, and I guess it was really hard for him to get people because uh, the role was topless. I was actually topless in this role. I made a slave yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you are the first, I never told any body that in an interview. Like, nobody knows uh-huh. that but my, you know, family and friends. Um, This uh-huh. is the first time I'm disclosing this, but uh, the role <laughs> was actually a topless <laughs> right <laughs> The role was actually a topless role, and um, yeah, I was I played the slave who was being auctioned off. And um, you know, like when I was going, when I was driving to the uh role, it was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so much fun. But when I got there, it was like tears, like I cried, like you know, they wanted us to make it seem real, but it was like I didn't have to act because. I had a bunch of white people down below, and, you know, they was calling me niggers and picking and cotton pickers. Mm And it was like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is what our ancestors actually went through, you know. So it was really emotional for me. It was touching, and, you know, I did get paid for the role. But looking back on it, like, I I would do it again for free because, I don't know, I just felt like I owed it to, you know, the people who actually went through that. Yes, amazing. Uh, Cliff, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead and talk about it. Oh yeah, I was just going to say the director of the movie was awesome. Um, Clifton Powell, he was awesome. Uh, Jeremiah Trotter, like they just had an awesome cast, and it was like it was. uh, We made the movie right here in Pennsylvania, so it was like they just took our state and turned it into like. The 18th century, it was just
0: like an awesome experience. Yeah, I was going to say that um, anybody who wants to know any more information about it, they can go and look up something like North Star movie, or you can put in North Star mm-hmm. um, Clifton Powell movie or something like that. I know they have a website for it. I don't. I right. can't remember if they had yes. uh, where you could subscribe for get uh, to get updates.
1: But I know it says it's coming yes. out this year. The movie has actually um it's been shown in New York. It's been shown in different parts of Pennsylvania, though it didn't uh reach Philadelphia yet. Um mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But it's definitely it's uh moving around and hopefully it'll be in Philly soon, but um the last that I heard it was in New York, so hopefully it'll make it to Philadelphia. Okay. Or make it to wherever uh the, the listeners are. Mhm. 'Cause I so haven't seen see the movie Philly. yet myself.
0: Oh you haven't.
1: No, I That's have no not good. seen the movie. Uh <laughs> right, right. So me and you know, the girls who were and they with me, anytime it comes near we're all like, Oh, well we we were gonna go to New York to see it but you know, we found out the last day and we just couldn't make it so we're really anxious for it to come oh my goodness. Even remotely close to us. <laughs> So I can't wait to see on your
0: page when it comes out and see your reaction to being in the movie. It's gonna be good. I know.
1: <laughs> right, dear I'm nervous now. I'm like, oh, I did it. It's too late, you know. <laughs> it would be good though if you had that
0: much emotion. So I'm excited right, to see this. Right. Oh,
1: thank so you. So when we see yes,
0: so when we see Philly in most of your
1: books. Right. Uh, uh, You said I mentioned Philly in most of my books? No, I said, are we
0: going to see Philly in most of your books? Will that be the backdrop of most of the books that you put out, like as far as your um, adult fiction and everything like that?
1: Um, Well, with the uh, North Philly's Finest Trilogy and with the Arsonist, they uh, definitely represent Philly, but um, I'll put that on my life. That... um, yeah, that makes no mention of Philadelphia at all. And um, I'm actually working on a few books now. I'm working on a, a Deadly Decision series. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of uh, so far. It hasn't mentioned um, Philadelphia at all. Um, I just wanted to. Yeah, I don't want to be uh, just known for writing silly books because um, my books apply to uh, people. You know, no matter where you are, you know. You could pick up mm-hmm. one of my books and sell it. So, yeah. So, what is the
0: easiest thing for you as a published
1: author? What's the easiest thing? Yeah. Um, I guess I would say having control over, um, you know, just my business matters. Um, having complete control over, um you know, my work and, you know, things like that. Um, I think that's uh, pretty easy, you know, being a self-published author.
0: Okay. So we're going to have a little bit of fun. I'm going to ask you a series of this or that questions. So are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so VH1 or Bravo. VH1. House full of children or a classroom full of children? Oh, a classroom full of children. <laughs> <laughs> Decorating cakes or creating interior designs?
1: Oh, both. Can I choose both? It's <laughs> up <laughs> <talk> to you. <laughs> New both. York or D.C.?
0: <laughs> you said New York mm-hmm. or D.C.? Okay. New York, go go or house? What was that? Go go music
1: or house music?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, um, uh, house music, I guess. <laughs> it's probably neither one, right? So, um, long and curly right, right. or long and straight? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Long and curly,
1: okay. Long and curly. Surf or turf. Uh,
0: turf. Sweetie pies or the Neelys. Oh, what is that? (laughs) Sorry. Um, Sweetie Pie's is a restaurant in St. Louis, and the Lilies have a restaurant in Memphis, and both are soul food. They're both black-run. I thought you knew about those. I'm sorry. No.
1: I know that oh, have yeah, a restaurant have- in New York. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? We from, I'm from Philly, and you know, I'm going to tell you this, because I'm greatly disappointed. Philly doesn't have a lot of soul food restaurants left. Oh, really? We really need to, um, yeah, like we... Back in the day, we had so many of them, but we don't have a lot of soul food. Uh, I'm going to say both because I love a good uh, soul food platter. Give me some fried wings, some baked mac and cheese, and some sweet potatoes with some cornbread, and I'm good. I'm going to say both. All right, I just like throwing those at
0: y'all so the listeners can get a a little bit more of the author, you know, thrown in there as well. So that's why I do that. I'm just trying that for a while now. Oh, cute. Okay. I
1: like that. That was cute.
0: Yeah. So I learned a little bit more about you as well. So when you're not writing, what could we pop in your
1: world and most likely find you up to? Um, when I'm not writing, um, I'm working on my television show. Um I have An a mm-hmm. upcoming show that is based on a newspaper that I started uh two years ago. Um, it is called the Affiliation and it just uh uh highlights community news and uh business and health tips. Uh we do uh one on one interviews with uh artists and business owners or anybody who has a story to tell. So um I'm working on a um, show or, you know, I am an avid uh, crafter. Uh, I love to create all sorts of things. And um, I also have a small gift, um, a personalized gift um, company, and it's called Magical Moments by Muffin. So, yeah, I'm always working on something. I also write poetry, so um, I do a open mics and, you know, things like that.
0: Okay, the show that you told me about, so is this online or is it public access only in Philly or what? It's
1: going to be uh, public access only in Philadelphia when it comes on Comcast and Verizon. But um, once it airs on the public access channel, then it will go to uh, the network's YouTube channel and it will also be on my YouTube channel and on my um Website, uh, Which is com. Okay Sounds good I didn't know about that one
0: I knew about the newspaper Oh yeah So, oh, yeah. so girl You wrote a cat book Through the cat's eyes Why? <laughs> I wrote what? You wrote a cat book Through a cat's eyes Why did you do this?
1: No, what's that? No, I didn't write that. Do a you did not tie? write a
0: cat book. <laughs> yes, you no.
1: did not write
0: a book about a cat.
1: No, <laughs> is,
0: is that, that is on so my page? Unapos- I found it when I was researching a book. This is why I found it on your Goodreads really? page, I believe it was. Yes, it was um a book on your Goodreads page.
1: Uh, you know what, um, I, I've i been on Goodreads uh, uh, one or two times. You know what happened with Goodreads? I actually uh, had paid somebody, you know, like on Facebook and one of these book clubs to, like, advertise for me, you know, a little while ago, and she was controlling my Goodreads page. If that's on there, I... Don't know why it is, but that is definitely not my book. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> that was
0: on there a couple weeks ago. It definitely ago. shouldn't be.
1: Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't know yes, why. Yes, like, what? <laughs> what?
0: Okay, so uh, if wow, I saw Kids no by the Sun, I didn't know either. So mm-hmm. i like, let me ask her about this book. A cat book rolled through the kid, the cat's eyes. What? Okay. I'm not a Oh of yeah, cats, that's not so I me. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if I bought "Kiss by the Sun," if I had small kids, what would my kids get out of this book?
1: Um, "Kiss by the Sun" um, is a timeless bedtime classic. Um, I actually wrote this book with my 11-year-old daughter. Um, it's just the perfect way for mothers to bond with their children. Um it is a great book for small children that are just beginning to read on their own. Um it instills morals, uh values into our children and it basically teaches the things that they will need in life. Um it teaches how to share, how to help others, um the importance of family and friendship, um you know how to say your prayers, you know just everything that uh, or what I think our children need to become uh, productive members of society. The uh, the pictures are bright and colorful. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. The pictures are nice and bright and um, colorful. Um, It's a lot of poems in there. Um, It's stories about ice cream, just things that our uh, children can relate to, you know. Okay. So what needs to be the average reader's first book by Muffin? Um, <laughs> I it, it would depend on um what you're into. I mean if you want a gritty hood book like um sex, money, murder, drugs, definitely North Philip Finest is the um the uh book to pick up and if you want um a comedy or drama, you wanna laugh then uh go with I put that on my life. If you want a little bit of mystery, uh go with the arsonist and if you just want um books for your children, definitely kiss by the sun in, in order to be popular. Okay. So where can we get all the books? Um, you could get all of the books on Amazon.com, or you could get them also at um my website, muffin dot com. Okay, and is that where you want to be contacted if someone wants to reach
0: out?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to contact me, you could um email me at booksbymuffin at gmail dot com, or you could contact me via my Facebook page, um, muffin M P F, or I also have another one, also of muffin, or um. Yeah, if there's something, like, if you want to talk about some work or something, uh, you can call me. Uh, My number is everywhere. It's on my Facebook page. It's on my website. Um, Really? Yeah. I'm open. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for visiting the Bonafide Literary Show and opening yourself up, Muffin.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you.
0: I am so excited. I finally got the, t- the chance to have you on here. So, yeah, it was great. So I want you to have a oh, great okay, rest of the day, okay?
1: Okay. I just, can I get a chance to read one of my poems?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I just, this is a poem that um, I wrote, and um, it's called Is My Faith Strong Enough? And this is a uh, Just one of my favorite poems, and um, it was one of my mom's favorite as well. So, I must change the way that I live my life now that you are in my heart. And it's foolish to try and be sneaky because you know the path that I walk. So it will be hard, there's so much in me that I need to leave behind. So I pray you'll forgive my sinful ways and cleanse my heart and mind. Forgive me for all the hurt I've brought to anyone who's into my life. And I pray that I'll live long enough to somehow make it right. Forgive me for the many times I was thinking of myself because I know that the one who truly loves you has to learn to love everyone else. Please hold my hand and guide me until I'm familiar with your ways. The temptation around me is far too great. I don't want to be led astray. But what if I fall off my path and lose my faith in you? Sometimes it's so hard to stop doing things that we're not supposed to do. And what if I'm not ready for this? Is it possible to waste your time? I know I can't hide any negative thoughts because you know what's on my mind. But I can control my actions, the things that I do and say. And I must because it will be far too late if Satan takes my soul away. Can you touch the lives of my loved ones so that they can feel your love? And what about those who live for the streets? Is there room for them up above? Did you make it so that my mom didn't suffer so that she came to you in peace? And can you tell me where my grandmother is now that she's deceased? Can you touch the lives of my children so they won't suffer without their dad? And can my uncle breathe on his own again so my auntie won't be so sad? I know it's not my place to question you, but why do we have to die? My life would be so different now if my grandpa were still alive. You see, I'm scared of running out of time before I finish your work. And it's crazy that when one person dies, so many others have to hurt. Did you wait patiently for me to see your light, or did I take too long? And with all the different religions out here, I know someone has to be wrong. There are too many mothers who will wake up today and decide to abandon their kids. And most children today will live their whole lives never knowing what being loved is. And how is this world fair at all when some laugh, when some cry and some always laugh? And how can I be able to kill that's too much power for a man to have? If my questions mean that I doubt you, please help me to understand. See, I could live my whole life in poverty while another dies a rich man. But no matter how hard the road gets, and you all keep my faith, because I'm willing to suffer a lifetime for a chance to admire your face. But so my suffering is such a short span of time, I'm surprised that I didn't give up. And I'm so glad that you gave your only son because you love me so very much. Now I'm fighting these feelings of anger, jealousy, deceit, deception, and lust. While in the back of my mind, I'll always ask myself, "Is my faith me strong enough?" That's
0: it. very nice. So, is this in
1: a um, book? Um, this is just a poem that I wrote. I actually published it um in the back of North Philly's Finest Part One initially, but um oh. I took it out. So it's on my website, and you know it's. Up on different pages and stuff. I, one day I might think about putting a book of poetry together. That would be nice. Yeah.
0: So y'all go and um, check out Muffin and all her poems and everything on her website. Magical moments by Muffin, and definitely get a hold to the archness of Philly Inferno, North Philly's finest. I put that on my life. In order to be popular, and Kiss by the Sun, and There's No Cat Book. Okay. So
1: right, (laughs) (laughs) right. Thank you so much for having me, Deja. I really enjoyed myself. Yes, come back (laughs) again, okay? All right. You have a good one. You too. All right. So meet me back
0: here next week or on YouTube when I give you the top three listener-submitted erotic books. Until then, you can find me and all my books at LaDramaPrincess.com, but it's for the adults only. I am Deidre Huey, the eroticist LaDrama Princess, signing off.